This is the greatest hour to follow Jesus. Do you see a merging of, regarding America and the nations now, do you see a merging of streams, a merging of generations in this move of God? I do, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's tremendous reconciliation taking place between mm -hmm. yeah. denominational leaders, uh, uh, between races. Uh, we have this whole event coming up uh, in April, Azusa now, yeah. in the Coliseum. You know, Azusa Street was known for its for its racial diversity. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was one of the great uh, qualities of that mm -hmm. movement as we had people from so many different backgrounds, uh, traditions, as well as races, and uh, the rich and the poor were there, the educated, the uneducated. Mm -hmm. It's just great diversity, which is kingdom. And I, I see the same thing gelling right now. Yeah. Uh, very encouraging. How about generationally? Same. Same. Yeah. Why is that yeah. important, this merging uh, of generations? Well, you, you have to. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know why. It's just, you, you, it's like a family. You've got to have the grandparent, the parent, and the child. You've got to have, you've got to have the, whole, the whole group together as a family. It's, yeah. it's the, whole, the whole concept of the kingdom is the concept of family. It's our father. Mm -hmm. Yours is the kingdom. That's the whole nature of the kingdom is it's a family. Once you get it out of the concept of family, you're out of the concept of kingdom. Wow. You're, you're away from the subject of kingdom. Because yeah. it's, a, it's a relational group. And just having it whole, you know, you're going to have uniqueness to every generation, but that's to be celebrated, not, uh, you know, diversity is, is honorable. Mm -hmm. as, as long as one generation doesn't undermine the other, that's where you have dishonor and dysfunction. Yeah. But, uh, but to celebrate the diversity, the uniqueness of, of each generation... You know, everybody has a place. Everyone has a place to excel. Uh, everyone has a place to, to become what God intended. So, you know, I, I see it happening. I mean, I, I get nervous to the events I go to. Uh, occasionally we get to an event where uh, there's just no young people or children. And I, uh, I get scared. Yeah. I get scared for them. You don't have to worry about that at Jesus Conference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you know that's what we that's what we have. Yeah. Is we just have so so many, you know, of every of the senior seniors, down to the smallest children. It's just that's the thrill for me is the whole group. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah. I I don't can't explain why, but I I just know that it's the heart of God. You know, I I tell people if you're still breathing, you're one generation. So yeah. <laughs> that's right. It's the generation yeah. that's alive. Yeah. So <laughs> And children are so hungry now too. Mm -hmm. It's like in them. That's what amazes me. Our children are ten, seven, and four now. They just crave worship. That's they cool. crave to learn. Yeah. They oh, want to yeah. hear Bible. It's just something we didn't yeah. have to force that on them. Yeah. It's just in them. I think it's in they love you and love Catherine Kuhlman and I mean people saints that That's have gone so cool. on to be yeah. with the Lord. Yeah. But They're on first name basis, basis with like yeah. Yeah. Amy and Catherine. <laughs> they know <laughs> all about him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. They compare him yeah. to Star Wars figures. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. Now, Miss Kuhlman is Yoda. Clearly. She's Yoda. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> and they go down the whole line. That's. That you know, funny. but it does mean something when a when a father or mother in the faith. Mm -hmm encourages you it does yeah yeah i still have a letter from from or roberts and it, it, i saved all of his letters but one said you can do it yes you can uh, 
and I, it, to me, it's like a treasure. You know, but, like yeah. I keep that in a special place. Yeah, absolutely. But it means something when somebody speaks into your life, and that's what is encouraging me to see this. And there seems to be an increased craving from the younger generation to receive from, from those who've yeah, gone before us. Good. We need it. That's recent. I mean, that's maybe that wasn't happening years ago. But I think Bethel's mm. helped with that too, Pastor mm. Bill. It's such an honoring generation and movement that, mm. and we were seeing it more in Jesus Conference the first mm. year. Oh, who are these people? They didn't know some of the older people, and now it's like it's they're learning. I didn't know about this, and I didn't know about sending the Spirit and healing. I didn't know God could do this. It's like what? Yeah, yeah. It's so neat that. Uh, yeah. That it's just neat. It's needed. It's beautiful. Do you have any? Do you, do you have any concerns that, like regarding uh, like when you look at let's say younger young preachers or what the move of God or part of maybe some of the culture uh, in the ministry and the, do you have any concerns? Is there anything you'd say? You know, man, this I think uh, this needs to be tweaked. Well, it's, it's easy to spot problems. Uh-huh. I mean, it's you know it's the gold miner. It's easy to find dirt. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it's finding the gold that's the challenge. You know. Yeah. And uh, so there's there's problems galore, you know. It's just that's we're just we work so hard. It, let's just talk about our environment. Yeah. We work very hard to build a sense of identity, identity in Christ. <clears throat> what some people don't know is the price that we have paid to get breakthrough. And so, in other words, they can they can settle into, you know, we've been forgiven. We have the privilege of living. Uh, as though we have no sin on our record, but they don't know the price that is paid by some of the forefathers to get breakthrough in certain areas. So they'll receive prayer and start praying for the sick. They get they get breakthrough because they just received an inheritance. Mm-hmm. An inheritance is when you get something for free that someone else paid a price for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you're going to leave an inheritance to your children, you'll have to pay a price to increase what you got for free. So we have to give them more than we inherit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. You have to you have to know what the paying price is, and so we've been trying to sprinkle into this this grace message that it's all ours. But there's a difference between what's what's in my possession, what's in my account, mm-hmm. and uh, so l- l- learning uh, to train people on. Listen, I have a, a fasting, for example. I have a right to feast because I'm in the kingdom. But when I choose to fast, I'm setting aside a right because I want something higher. I want something more. And uh, there's this, I just was reading it this last week in Daniel um, 10. It says um, that he ate no tasty food. He he turned aside tasty food. And then like verse 11, it says he was a man highly esteemed by God. Yeah. Well, the tasty food is this word shemuda. Highly esteemed by God is the same word. Wow. So when he put aside the desirable, he became desirable. <clears throat> Gosh, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 that part. It's it's you know what? Yeah, he's paid the price. He's covered it all, and you have the privilege to do the same. And so that that's it's, one, it's, one of the things. It's Jesus yeah. style, right? Yeah, being God, laying down. Yeah, and and I I I believe in the triumphant life. I believe in the in the feasting, so to speak. You know the. The victorious, and we're supposed to live that. That's, you know, even Israel in the Old Testament had more feasts than they had fasts. You know, right. they, they were supposed to learn how to how to do the celebration thing as a family, because of the victories God had given them. Yeah. So I believe in that. That's that's who we are, 
but there are times where we still pay a price to to increase to get to get farther. So that's one of the things. I mean, in all you have a great appreciation for the move of the Holy Spirit historically. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, have you ever read of anyone who made a significant impact in culture who did not have a price to pay? Oh no, uh-uh. no, it's not possible. Yeah. Yeah. And that's important. Remember, Jesus said, "Wisdom's found in His children." In other words, if hey, if there's a debate yeah. in your mind, yeah, look to the people no, that's who've right. seen breakthrough. Yeah, that's right. It, you you can't. All of our heroes paid a price. Some of the price is scary, but yeah, all all of them did because you, you know you can receive a certain amount by inheritance if you look just in the natural. Yeah. If, if we could equate spiritual reality with natural, you can see people that inherited all their money and they didn't do anything to earn it, uh-huh. and that's true. But if they're going to make a mark in their lifetime, they'll have to get some wisdom and pay a price to increase what they were given. And I think I think that the same follows over in the spiritual. You know. What's God's motive, and why? Why? Why is there a price? What is God after in a, in, in our life? That, that that is a requirement to see. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know his motive. I just know how it works. Uh-huh. It works in me. If I, it's it's so easy to have an entitlement yeah. mentality yeah. that if if there's not this co-laboring with the Lord, with the one who gave it all. If there's not that co-laboring with him, where I soar in his victories, but I also realize the depth of his sacrifice, if, mm. if, if those two extremes, I can't be trusted. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just I'm just going to think everything is owed to me, and uh, and I'll you know have this attitude of complaining when things didn't work out the way I thought they should, and and uh, it just leads to independence and arrogance. Yeah. You know, so I, I just it just keeps me honest. Keeps me honest when I have to get back, go back to the drawing board. See, we become different um, when we when we pray for things. The Lord, the Lord wants to He wants to bless us more than we're capable of handling. Yeah. His desire for me is way bigger than I could imagine on my best day. Yeah. But I have to become something to handle that blessing. That's why I think he disciplines us. He disciplines us so that our so that blessings don't kill us. You know, he disciplines us so that yeah. when he releases what we've asked, what we've cried out for, what we've ached for, that it doesn't destroy us. Yeah. Because right now, if the anointing to heal every cancer case that existed came upon one person, it would destroy them. The pressure on their on their life. Let's say they couldn't be bought. The local airport has. 20 private jets with suitcases filled with gold and money trying to persuade you to come to their home to pray for their dying relative. They'll pay you any price. Yeah. So let's say you can't be bought. Still, every time you say yes to one, you say no to a thousand others. What's the pressure like? What's the pressure with the media who tries to find any dirt on you that they can find? Well, you can't even go in public. You, you have to have guards around your home mm-hmm. because of people that are so desperate. You know, It would just destroy a person. That's why... That's why those kinds of anointings, I don't think were meant for an individual. They're meant for, for a people. body, a people. Body, yeah. You know, then then it, divert, it it deflects some of the some of the pressure. So, uh, the, the point I'm trying to make is that we, in this time with the Lord, the perseverance in prayer, the paying the price, so to speak, we become different. Mm-hmm. And uh, and when we become different, we become more capable of caring what He's wanting to release. Yeah. And uh, so it's That's it's. So it's a huge part of 
our process. You know, persistence in prayer changes me, not him. Yeah. You know, he, yeah. he's already determined to do certain things. It's his heart, it's his will. Yeah, David wrote in the Psalms, the literal translation is, I have become prayer. Wow. Like he, he had, wow. his being had become Jeez. the move of the Spirit, you know, yeah. like he, yeah. the activity of God. And I heard an, yeah. an old Eastern uh, teacher from centuries ago, from Sinai, he wrote, prayer is God doing all things in a man. In other words, he, your being becomes a living epistle. Like yeah. you, you become the message. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. That's incredible. And yeah. What Pastor Bill was just saying, it, it made me think of how there's so many people that want something. They want a big ministry right away or they want to get in deeper and do all these things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes God doesn't do it that way for you so fast because he wants to get you exactly where he wants you because you couldn't handle it if you had yeah. it all at once. Yeah. I mean, we went through that ourselves with Jesus' image. Why isn't it growing faster? Uh, we were around all these successful ministries, mm-hmm. and we would compare ourselves to, you know, sometimes my father or other people. It's not growing fast like it did for them, but I thought, no, I don't want it to because I want to make sure when it does, yeah. we can handle it, that our family life won't get affected and our children won't be- become affected. I just wanted to make sure that it's if it's slow and steady, that's sometimes better. Yeah. Not that it's bad the other way, but God knows what you can handle and I think so many people want everything right now, right now, and that's not always God's time. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's the truth. Yeah. You mentioned the word independence. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like what the Lord is really after is dependency, right? So yeah, yeah. It, how does that tension work? I have him, but I'm dependent on him. I have all things in him, but I need to see breakthrough. Yeah. How, how how do we deal with that internally? Um, independence, what you do, you do because of him. Ah. In independence, you do what you do maybe for him. Wow. You know, I have in my mind, I'm in ministry, I'm trying to bring glory to God, and I'm out doing my stuff, but I make too many assumptions. I assume I know the will of God. I assume I know the timing of God. I assume I know the process of God. And I don't. Sometimes I'll know the will, but I don't know how to get there. I'll assume that I do. I know. know, I assume I know the process, or I know the timing. Now, today is the day. And maybe it's not. Maybe it's tomorrow. And so when you're dependent on Him, you, you live from the presence. When you... When you're independent, you 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 run with what you consider to be the will of God, mm-hmm. and don't depend on counsel or direction. Because so. God's yeah. really only pleased by what He does through us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. My buddy said, you know, Ishmael's hang out a while, man. They don't seem to go, <laughs> to go away too easily. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. The um, I've I've noticed here. Uh, at Bethel, uh, I've been up here a good amount now. There seems to be um, a real pursuit of not just the Lord coming once or occasionally seeing an outbreak, but a real um, life 
tangible, abiding glory. Mm-hmm. And and as I'm traveling now, we're even hearing this sound now, even in Florida, that there's mm-hmm. a real rumbling, uh, craving the same thing. Yeah. You know, we want we we want we want you to come, Lord, and make your home here and yeah. and, and live with us. How, what are some just what are some fundamentals? What are some you know, uh, what are the basics to live corporately in the presence of the Lord? You know, you can't value the presence because of what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, I, I remember when my Eric, my firstborn, was uh, just a little, little tiny guy. He was sick, running a fever. And I knew the power of worship, so Benny and I stood next to the bed. I said, honey, let's worship the Lord, because I was expecting if we'd worship the presence of the Lord to come on my son and heal him. And I began to worship the Lord, and I realized I was manipulating him through worship to wanting him to heal my son. Wow. Well, we know it's his heart to heal. We know it's his heart for worship. But I was, I was using a tool to get God, to trigger God to do what I wanted. And I saw it. And I went, oh, God, forgive me. Uh, I was just so broken, so repentant. I said, please forgive me. That That is just wrong. And I determined in my heart that I'm just going to worship now and not pray for my son. We'll just kind of endure this thing, you know. So we just began to worship the Lord, genuine offering because of who he is, not because of what we wanted. Mm-hmm. And uh, And after we did that for a while, this anointing came on me. And it was unexpected, and I found myself rebuking that wow. affliction on him, and he was healed. Wow. So it was wow. the Lord would, did this extreme mercy thing on me because I had purposed not to pray for him after I had tried mm-hmm. to manipulate him. So in a lot of churches, you know, a lot of people, we fall into that trap. We worship. We know that worship is important, so we worship for something. Uh-huh. We want a greater anointing, so let's get into the presence and... We want to have great breakthrough tonight. We're going to be doing prophetic ministry in a while, or we're going to pray for the sick, or we want the sermon to be powerful, or whatever. No, no, you can't. You can't use the presence for personal gain. Yeah. That's powerful. And it has to. If it only happens when I'm in the corporate meeting, then it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. It has to be personal. Yeah. It has to be not unto something. It has to be something. It has to be because of a value for him. Yeah. And it, when you when you have a value for him, you turn your affection towards him just throughout the day. Mm. I like to go to sleep at night with that. I like to wake up in the morning with that, with just my heart of affection for him. Mm. And by doing that, there's a relational component that is not uh, is not determined by outcome. I don't. It's not determined by the cancer leaving that person's body. It's not, or not leaving. Yeah. Right. It's not, yeah, it's, it's not connected to that. It's mm-hmm. not connected to the financial breakthrough. It's not connected to our dream being fulfilled. It's, it, it, it surpasses everything. Everything else cowers in the face of this one supreme value. And that's that God would, is not ashamed to be called my God. And he shows himself up mm-hmm. with me. So when you do that, yeah. and it becomes a lifestyle, it means everything, everything is, um, um, everything else in in our life together as a as a church family is secondary. Yeah. And we believe in the you know we're going to teach the word 
every time we get together if we can, which is 99% of the time. But occasionally something just happens where it's not going to happen. It's not going to The one thing that's going to happen is we're going to honor the Lord. We're going to do that. Yes. And, uh, and we'll put that first. And we've had a few times through the years where it just blew up. And I mean, it just, it, there's such a glory came into the room that there's no way I'm going to interrupt that to talk. I, mm-hmm. I don't have anything worth saying to compete with that. Yeah. And, um, and so that takes preeminence. And if, if you, if you, uh, if you illustrate the value for him that way, just for the relationship, not for what he's going to do through you or in you, then I think he likes to show up. Surprise you. Yeah. 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 Miss Coleman used to say, uh, and obviously she believed in bringing the sick to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But she used to say, miracles happen when Jesus becomes more real than the sickness. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. that way, makes sense. And that seems to be what you're talking about. I mean, yeah. It seems like when yeah. the Lord's presence comes, it releases a genuine pursuit in our own heart. Like when, yeah, we actually yeah. mean. You know, like you can say Hallelujah and really not mean it. Yeah. Or you can say I worship you and you're really yeah. not worshiping. Or yeah. I praise you. And, mm-hmm. But it's, there seems to be this genuine dialogue taking place when the Lord comes, where mm-hmm. things become real. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you and him. Yeah. I, I agree with what you were saying. And I, and I think now with social media, especially everything is so public, but you cannot lose that private time with just you and the Lord. Mm-hmm. And there's some things in my, this is just my opinion, that should just stay between you and the Lord. You don't have That's to share right. it with everybody. It's, it's so That's intimate right. and so beautiful. Don't tweet about it. Don't talk yeah. about it. It's just for you and him to, yeah. to have. You've got to have secrets. Yeah. That's what it's called the secret place. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. You're right. It's good. Don't you think he loves that? Yeah, I do. That realm of secrecy with him? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I'm sure he likes it more than I realize. Yeah. But it. Yeah. This has been amazing. Yeah. This is Thank you so much. Yeah. Goodness. Would you pray for the people? Just release whatever the Lord's. Whatever the Lord gives you. Yeah, Father, give us a real spirit of breakthrough in this next season. Spirit of breakthrough that there would be, the kingdom would come to parts of our life that we never thought possible. That every person would have this increased awareness of your presence, your Holy Spirit. And uh, and that as we see you, our faith, our confidence would just skyrocket. We want to have impact on culture. We want to have impact and have people brought to Christ and transformed. It's our cry. But I I just pray that a real mantle of breakthrough would rest upon uh, this audience for the honor of the name Jesus. And uh, we we want to bring the nations before you, nations transformed that bend their knee at the name Jesus. That's our cry. So breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, love you guys so much, and uh, be sure to stay connected, and uh, we'll see you soon. Love you. Bye-bye. To get daily teaching from Michael and to follow our event schedule around the world, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Image TV YouTube channel as well. 
By partnering with Jesus Image, you will help us take the saving and healing power of Jesus to the world. Your giving changes lives forever. For more information, please visit us online at JesusImage.tv or write us at Jesus Image, P.O. Box 950640, Lake Mary, Florida 32795. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Jesus is the answer for every life, everywhere.